Hello, professionals. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite business podcast, Professional-ish. Um, today, I, Rachel, am here with my co-host, Jordan. And for the most part, she's going to be leading the show. She has some great things to say about what it means to be the secret sauce, how to be a great and valuable employee. Jordan, you want to take us into the next dimension? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) I think that this topic of becoming a valuable employee is not really a topic that I have been in conversation about and discussed with others, but I think it is so important to really suss through what does that even mean? What does that even look like? And if it's something that you want to be, these bullet points that we have here, these ideas and thoughts are going to help you to become that. There are so many great reasons and things and benefits from becoming a valuable employee. And with that being said, this episode is created with the assumption that you want to be more than the nine to five clock in clock out of your current company because in following these things it shows that you are not the typical employee and that you see some hopefully long-term employment at your company so with that being said for those of you who want to just have more of a um, structure to this or if you want to take notes we have five different talking points uh, so i'll just go ahead and talk through these we're going to give you some examples as we go and this is something that rachel and i have seen as we have been working together of employees who either showcase that value and what they bring to the table and those who don't showcase that and that can come from a myriad of reasons and so it's really quite evident i think to see the distinction between the two so with that being said um so in hearing you talk about what it means to be a valuable employee especially when you were saying this isn't really something that I've discussed with other people. I think that is what makes this the secret sauce. It's the things that we're going to talk about, these um, qualities that make a valuable employee that so much of the time it's not discussed. They just are the valuable employee. And I think if it was discussed more, then people would better understand how to how to be that how to be a valuable employee because i'm thinking like you had said i'm thinking back to people that we worked with that were great you know where we are currently and before weren't an ideal employee (laughs) and it is it really it's like a secret it's like the people that know know and the people that don't are like Com- like they're just completely out of the loop. They have no idea. They missed the memo, so to speak. Yes, yes, perfectly put. They they missed the memo, and they're like, "What? Why is why is that person doing so well, and I'm not?" And 
it's, there could be a lot of reasons. And like that's a whole other episode of when you have an employee who maybe has um, unconsciously, they've come up with expectations of what their role looks like, but they haven't actually spoken up about them. And so they're going, why not me? You know, why haven't I become that valuable employee? And so that's just, that's a whole other episode that we'll I was gonna say we, we will do. do. A episode. <laughs> it just, that's why it's the secret sauce. That's why it, it can be so intangible. That's why you can miss the memo because there's so many things that can break down in that process. And so it's really kind of a case by case basis. So it's, it's real interesting. Jordan, do you want to drive us into the first point? Your imagery today, drive us in, whatever you said at the beginning. Very, very <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, not that Top Gun was a car-based thing, but it makes me think of like, anyway, um, I'm, I'm just having my own little mental picture here. So yes, <laughs> I do want to drive us into this topic. So um, the first uh, idea that we have here is really kind of a lot of a basic idea. But the first point that we have is that a valuable employee understands their responsibilities and are willing and able to manage them. And I think this comes from you've got your job description right in front of you. And as you say yes, as you're offered and you say yes to this role, you understand and you get what you're being asked to do. And you're signing up to do them. And so kind of as you think about that, you might think that's kind of a duh, like a duh thing, but I think that as you go, some things may be different. And so you go into it understanding and basically, I guess, promising, yes, I'm going to do this to the best of my abilities. Um, so there's a couple of kind of tangibles to this. Uh, so first being that when you are completing your tasks, that you have a good attitude about them um, versus you can have someone who they're willing to do it, but they're not happy to do it. And whether that's month one or year one, they just aren't uh, in a good mood about it. And that can really bring things down and can confuse others around you. Everyone is has signed up to do their their part and so when you're not doing your part there's kind of a break in the system so to speak so i have mm, i have feelings on this (laughs) go ahead i'm just thinking of back to our boundaries episode when we discussed the people who like to pass off responsibilities or people who don't see them as maybe X, maybe X responsibility is really important for the overall function of the company, but because the employee doesn't see the value in it or they don't understand the value in it, they're like, oh, that's not an important task. I can skip that. I don't need to do it. Um, as you know, Jordan, I'm a huge why person. Some people don't need to know the why. Some people don't need to know what's going on behind the scenes. I personally, I have to know why I'm doing something. Otherwise, I'm, it's going to be like not a priority at all. So another th- thought on this is really whatever task you're given and, and the assumption is that 
every task, there's a reason behind it that when you're given this task, you take on the responsibility of what you have been given. With any subtask that that takes, you do all those steps. If you're taking on a responsibility, you need to understand what the responsibility is and what it's not. Um, and there can be a lot of unspoken expectations around that. So something big for me, especially having worked for so many different um, bosses or direct managers that may or may not be clear in their communication, I found that like 100% if you want to be that valuable employee and also FYI, make your own job way easier. Do not be afraid to speak up. Ask many, many questions until you feel that you completely understand what is being asked of you. Because that, I would say that's one of the biggest issues or frustrations that I've seen within coworker or manager or whomever within those relationships is a either a lack of communication or miscommunication in not understanding what the expectations are from the boss or even from the employee like know what the expectations are for that responsibility and if you're not sure like oh am I just doing this task this one time to fill in for someone or am I now going to be expected to take on that task every day or every week like ask the questions it doesn't like sometimes you might have a manager that gets annoyed or a boss that gets annoyed when you ask all of the questions but in the end like you're the one who's getting screwed if you don't know what the expectations are. And I think within that vein, as, as you were saying that, I had the exact same thought of if you don't know, you need to ask and you may annoy them. But here's a hot take. <laughs> if, <you're, laughs> if your direct manager, supervisor, if whoever is giving you that task starts to get annoyed that you are clarifying what your responsibility is, that's on them. They are there to lead you. They are there to provide clarity and they want efficiency and quality work from you. So if they're not being clear, you are not going to be able to deliver a quality task, quality work, and ultimately what they want of you. And so when you, especially when you have a new employee on the team, you are going to, as someone who is the receiving end, you are going to be asked so many questions at the beginning because they don't know. And how could they know? You want to be as clear as possible to them and they they don't know what they don't know. So to Rachel's point, if you're like, hey, Bob, you know, Mary Jo is out on vacation and so she needs you to you know, post that blog post this week, that wording, I mean, if that's what how they worded, that's clear to you of this is a one-off thing. The vacation's only one week, blog post only once a week, it's a one-time deal. However, if they said, hey, she's on vacation, however, her and I have discussed, this may be something that we are going to delegate to you going forward, then you know. But if they're not being clear about that at all, it may take you a minute to be comfortable to like be annoying with that, 
but you're you're not trying to be any one way. You're just trying to gain clarity. So if they're getting annoyed at you, that's on them. You have to know what your boundary lines are so that you can do good work. Uh, so that's that's my hot take. And who know if it, who knows if that's going to be the first one of this episode or the only one? But there you go. <laughs> well, I think this. You know, I know we're trying to like move through our points quickly, but I think this is like such a setup for the entire rest of the episode of if you don't even know your responsibilities, if there isn't the communication, if you're not speaking up for yourself, you are being set up to fail. Like you are setting yourself up to fail. So your manager may get annoyed with you. My, I would say my first, that would be a red flag for me if the manager <laughs> or who, whoever is giving you the task. If they're not willing to answer the questions, then do they even know what they're asking of you? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very serious. Like, I know. I've, it's a great point. I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> Hot take. Manager's not taking responsibility. Or, you know, we're saying yeah, manager, yeah. but whomever. Because I've been in situations before where I I was handed a, a task or a responsibility and I'm asking lots of questions around it. And it turns out that they just didn't know how to do it. The person giving me the task mm. didn't know how to do it and just wanted me to figure it out for them, which is that's totally fine because I was happy to do it um, in actually multiple instances. I have no problem, but just that's, you know, that's on the, the, I guess the manager or whomever for not being like, I don't know how to do this and I have X, Y, Z responsibilities. Can you take it? Like, don't just, just be honest with me. Right. And I think it's also as far as the whole like annoyance part, I have been the person and not like tons and tons of times, but I have been that person who, because of who my boss was, I was very comfortable to go, hey, by the way, that task that you gave me, what about this piece of it? And they at one point were like, oh no, like what's she going to say? Because they know that I can get very detailed in how I think about things and I'm always asking for clarity, but the hallmark of that boss was it made them a little bit nervous of like, I, I think it's, all, it's also like, what have I not thought of to Rachel's point? Like, what have I missed that now we need to like fill in? But I think the hallmark of a good boss is to encourage any and all questions and to like, let them take a moment to go, okay, let's, you know, I'm going to give you five minutes, just send all the questions my way. What are you thinking? Do you have any questions? I want to give you clarity now. So the good boss is going to encourage that and not make you feel any one way about it. Yeah. And oof, mm, I'm like hot button. In the <laughs> of the day. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> as you were talking, literally what came to mind, I have not had this experience with a boss, but I've literally stood and watched it happen to another employee not a place that i've worked but i've watched it happen mm. at a place where the boss is just so condescending and rude to the employee to the point of they literally were like i don't have time to teach you you should be able to figure it out it's part of your job that like, employer okay. sounds stressed <laughs> out <laughs> well beyond that it's okay, you want me to, I'm not even going to go into the full on break it down, but the gist of it is, 
okay, then where are the resources for me to know how to do this? Otherwise, I'm going to do it my way and you may not like it. And at that point, it's still going to be on you because I asked. So maybe this goes into if this is a touchy thing where your boss or who like where it is not easy or uh, clear to know what your responsibilities or expectations are. A method that I have, Jordan, you know this because, <laughs> because you had to help me break the habit into a better one. I used to have sticky notes everywhere. Mm. I used to have lists everywhere. Luckily now I am much better about having them like in one place or in a digital format. But I, in the past, would always and still do just in a different format write out what's being asked of me because me being me i'm just trying to listen in the moment with my, with my dang add i'm like okay i don't want to miss and miss a word and then completely get the task that i'm being asked wrong so i will write everything that i'm being asked of down and then when i get back to my desk and i have a minute i'm sitting and going through and Jordan, you and I have even done this with a task list we're given where we're going through and I was like, okay, that, you know, this thing and that thing and this thing are actually something that should be done by another person. And this, you know, going through and prioritizing, but point being, just because it was given to you doesn't mean that it's supposed to be your responsibility, first of all. Um, and second of all, if you need, if you feel that you do need to be, uh, clarifying things or if you feel that there may be some communication issues don't hesitate to put it in an email again like right back to my issue with ADD and losing things goes along with that if Jordan if you or someone else sends me something in an email it is much easier for me because I can start on the task and then forget what I was being what was asked of me and then go back and be like, oh, yeah, the, the email says this and this and that. So those are just my experiences of how to avoid issues with knowing and enacting responsibilities and expectations. And I think it just comes back to, I think that's a great example of you taking responsibility for your tasks is you take responsibility of how to remember what those tasks are. And so because it can be hard for you to stay focused if it's something that's communicated verbally, you make a note and you write it down so that you have that text that doesn't just go away and you can go back and refer to them. So it's all about being able to, whatever task you have, you receive it, it makes sense to you, you write it down if you need to, you ask questions if you need to. It just all these components, all these kind of like, the frame mm -hmm. of the task um, so that you are able to do a good job with it. And also your, you know, CYA, if you do have all of that, like if you have all of that in writing, just referring back to if you have that boss who isn't clear or dismisses you, uh, your questions, if you have that in an email, you at least can say, I did ask and I did do this and I did do that. So I did everything that I could you know, dot, 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 insert parentheses, you didn't do what you should have done. And unfortunately, that's that's the day and age that we are in is that you're going to have bosses who aren't as skilled in that area of their leadership or, or whatever. And so 
you got to like at the end of the day you're not responsible for them you're responsible for you and so however is best to get that done if you need a paper trail or if you need to just verbally follow up with them a couple of times you have to kind of figure out the the culture and the environment to know how best to kind of interact with that scenario part of this is also knowing what your capacity is and this can obviously change and fluctuate as far as um, when you're at the beginning of a new role and you're you know a month in or if you're a year in just that that's going to ebb and flow but you know what you can handle and what you can take on a boss should not pile 10 different tasks on you in your first day or week of being there but if they give you two three four tasks six months a year in that makes more sense so kind of knowing and being able to have the boldness and the courage to speak up and and say hey this you know i and rachel you have taught me really well on this like all you know have bosses around me kind of give me their lowdown of here's what's on my mind here are tasks that i have for you to do and they to a point kind of forget where i am at with the tasks on my plate for that specific yes, day yes. or any emergent things that have come up and so it's not that you're necessarily having to say no if that's the case but it's the friendly reminder of i'm not expecting them to read my mind on what's <laughs> on my plate for that given day because i'm not going to remember for someone else so when they come and say, hey, Jordan, I have X, Y, and Z here for you to do, and I am aware of a different thing going on, it's simply to say, hey, got it, message received, I hear what you're saying, just so that you know, here are the things I'm working on right now, and kind of the timetable, is this possible to wait, like, can this wait in whatever that time is, and, you know, the boss at that point has liberty and freedom to, you know, you know, no, you're going to pause on your task to get this done or, oh, I will delegate this or no, you can wait. Like that's on them to, to, to give that answer to you, but they can't read your mind. You can't read their mind. And so just, it's not about, you know, no, I'm not doing this. Close the door. It's here's, here's the current status that I have. And now that you have this potentially new information, does this change the task that you're giving me? I would say that works really well for, I don't want to say for a reasonable boss, but yeah. if, if you can say, hey, I don't feel comfortable, like you're basically saying, I don't feel comfortable prioritizing this, can you, pri like, can you prioritize it since you're the one asking it of me? Is it more important than what I'm already doing? Right, right. It can go kind of across the board with this, but it's knowing it, there's, the, the theme of this first point is to speak up and ask, speak up and clarify, speak up and remind. It's not assuming, uh, oh, they've given me this task, but they must know I'm working on this thing. Like, what if I was onboarding a couple of people one day and I'm getting all the stuff together so that I'm ready to guide them through this process? And then my boss comes in and, hey, can you, whatever the thing is. And at that point, it's it, part of your responsibilities are to speak up 
and to explicitly, that's where I was going with that, to explicitly remind them if they need to, if I need to remind them of what's going on versus, oh, like they gave me this task, but they must know I've got these things going on today. And so if I delay this for a day, it'll be fine. Like, don't, don't assume that. Just remind them what's going on so they are aware as well. So that whole explicit and implicit of communication is real important. So, so important. I feel like that would make, has, at least from my experience, made a huge difference in the relationship that I've had with bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just speak up, speak up, speak up. Um, so that is our first point. Rachel, did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? I think I have. I think I've said more than enough on our, on our first point. I was like, that's how we do. We get to talk on the first step, and before you know it, it's half hour later, and we're like, wait, the last few. Okay, so just as a, as a reminder, the first step or one step to becoming a valuable employee or to be that you know, secret sauce um, in your organization is to understand your responsibilities, be willing and able to manage them, and kind of that subset is speak up as needed. All right, professionals, I hope that this was extremely helpful for you. And remember, guys, stay (laughs) professional-ish.